The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voice. Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to be looking into the crystal ball to tell you SEOs and content marketers what you can expect in 2021. Joining us again today is Colin Colburn, who is a senior analyst at Forrester, which is one of the most influential research and advisory firms in the world. Colin's research focuses on current and future trends in performance marketing, including strategies and best practices for search engine optimization paid search advertising, Amazon advertising, voice search, mobile search, local marketing, and emerging marketing channels. And so far this week, Colin and I have talked about some of his thoughts about what happened in 2020 and his predictions for 2021 in the SEO and content marketing space. And today we're going to turn our attention to one of the other areas Colin focuses on, what's happening in e-commerce. All right. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash AWT. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. On with the show. Here's the final part of my conversation with Colin Colburn, Senior Analyst at Forrester. Colin, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for having me again, Ben. Looking forward to it. Excited to have you back. Excited to talk about something near and dear to my heart, e-commerce. You know, I started, actually got my feet wet in SEO for eBay. So working in e-commerce and SEO, it's been a long ride ever since then. And happy to say that e-commerce and eBay both are on the rise. Let's talk a little bit about what happened in the e-commerce space last year, what you see for this year. First and foremost, pandemic. Everything shuts down. We all hold on to our pennies. We all stop buying, right? We're in pandemic mode, right? Yep. And we saw every e-commerce marketplace just go through the roof in terms of sales growth. I mean, literally, there's not one one company whose e-commerce business didn't grow last year. And I think that 
the big question there is, does it continue? Do they sustain, you know, over the course of 12, 18, 24 months, the growth that they've been able to achieve? And, you know, I think some certainly are going to, and, and others probably won't. But I think if there's any big takeaway that I believe has come out of the past year as it relates to e-commerce is that people, consumers, are not saying, I only want e-commerce experience. What they're saying is they want good experiences with brands, regardless if it's digital, regardless if it's physical or in-person. So I think the companies that are spending this time over the past 12 plus months focusing on both the e-commerce and the in-store physical experience, I think are really going to make a lot of big inroads and strides over the course of it. It's interesting to me, you know, and I was trying to make a joke a little bit. You didn't take the bait of like, yeah, we're all saving our money. It's a pandemic. Let's not buy anything. And, and the opposite <laughs> happened. We're all sitting at yeah. home shopping on Amazon. We all yeah. rediscovered eBay. We're getting our Facebook ads, every impulse purchase on the planet. Consumer spending hasn't decreased one bit. Now, talk to me a little bit about why that is. You would think pandemic, crisis, risk, people are going to hold on to their money. It was the opposite. People are spending like crazy. Why did that happen? Well, I'll add some balance there. People are spending. I mean, e-commerce is certainly up, but the balance is that e-commerce is still a pretty small fraction of the overall retail sector of spending. So overall spend, I think, was down very, very slightly. In the U.S., at least, the savings rate is the highest it's been in, I think, well over a decade. So while people are certainly spending a lot on e-commerce, they also are saving quite a bit. I mean, frankly, I think the government sending out stimulus has certainly helped to a degree. But we also have, I mean, the fact of the matter is one of the things that's been unfortunate with the pandemic is that it's increased inequality when it comes to income levels, where you have folks like ourselves very lucky to be able to continue working and others that weren't as lucky that aren't working. It's had an uneven effect. So you have lots of, you know, white collar workers that are still able to spend, spend, spend. And, you know, you look at some of the auto brands, for example, you would think that they're a great example of, you know, not necessarily e-commerce related, but they've all done quite well during the pandemic. And it's really because people are sitting at home. They're saying, you know, while they're inspecting everything that they're looking at and what they, you know, spend their days on and they're looking at their car and saying, hey, maybe I need a new car. So I think it's part of the unevenness that we've seen from the pandemic that has resulted in so much uneven spending, I guess, is what you would call it. Yeah. It's interesting to me to see not only did everybody do relatively well, but there's been some pretty significant competition at the top. Obviously, Amazon is the you know leader in the clubhouse, incumbent in terms of e-commerce. But we've seen some competition or at least some moves by Google inferring that they are going to be you know more focused on e-commerce. Talk to me about what you see in terms of competition between Amazon, Google, Shopify, you know, what are some of the biggest players in e-commerce doing and how are they positioning themselves for this upcoming year? Yeah, it is interesting. I mean, Google has been trying to sort of get into the game of competing more against Amazon's core business rather than the other way around where Amazon is competing against Google's core business in a meaningful way. I don't know how significant that will actually turn out to be for Google. I don't really see them getting into the Shopify space the way that Shopify has made so many significant strides. I'm most interested in the level of competition that occurs amongst the traditional big box retailers and them partnering to try to upend some of Amazon's dominance, whether that's Walmart, Target, Best Buy, many of those firms. And what I mean there specifically is that so many of them have leaned in really, really heavily to their media networks that they have built out. 
to be able to monetize their e-commerce sites the way that Amazon has been doing for some period of time. What do you mean by leaning on their media networks? So with Target building out Roundel, Walmart having Walmart Media Group, basically saying like, look, we need to diversify our revenue. E-commerce is growing significantly for us. Why shouldn't we do what Amazon's done and sell advertising to be able to monetize our websites with the CPG, consumer goods, consumer electronic brands that sell to us in order to sell to the customer. So they're leaning on that pretty heavily from a revenue generation perspective, but also from a profit perspective. So I would love to see over the 18, 24-month period going forward, Target, Walmart, many of those other big box retailers start to actually increase their margins. And that will be very interesting to see what they do with that extra money to be able to invest possibly back into their e-commerce strategy or maybe even build out you know, new subscription-based services the way that Walmart has. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You could pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you could work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So we're seeing that there are new ways for marketers to take advantage of performance marketing, or at least new channels, Walmart's group, Target's group as well. Do you see any changes in how SEO is affecting e-commerce? Yeah, I mean, you certainly have lots of firms that have focused more on SEO of Amazon or SEO of Walmart of trying to optimize their titles, the descriptions, the product pages that they have on these e-commerce retailer sites. So that has certainly come into play in a more meaningful way. I'm, I'm more so thinking about Amazon where I get the most questions from our clients in the consumer goods space that are trying to leverage best practices that they've used forever in Google and translate them into Amazon for greater success of just ranking better within the search algorithm on Amazon and getting greater reviews and eventually, hopefully, having greater sales volume. So, Colin, last year we saw the big shift of more brands moving from being, you know, offline retailers to online. We're also seeing a trend of some of the big box retailers moving towards being advertising players. Talk to me a little bit about whether you think those trends will continue or, you know, what are the things that you have your eye on moving forward? Yeah. I actually think those trends are going to continue and converge, meaning that prediction I would make, and maybe it won't be for 2021, maybe this is 2022 prediction, but I would predict that these retailers are actually going to bring monetization strategies into their stores. 
We've already seen Walgreens do this to a degree where some of their refrigerated cases in their stores will display ads on them for different products that are in their refrigerator or whatever. Let's be honest. Yes, these retailers have massive e-commerce presence, but their biggest presence is the physical presence. And why not be able to monetize that as well? So I think, again, it goes back to what I said earlier that you know it's sort of this driving point of consumers want both experiences. They want both good quality experiences in both of these areas. And I think that we'll see them converge a little bit between the physical and digital experience blurring lines. And that, that also relates to the advertising that they're trying to sell. Goes back to something you mentioned yesterday when we were talking about content marketing and some of the other channels that are on the rise for 2021. That out of home, once the pandemic starts to you know be in our rear view, is something that marketers are going to be looking at as a way to a find cheap media and engage people where they are. We're all heading outside. We're all going out for the party for New Year's 2022, and hopefully marketers will come along for the ride. Colin, it's been a pleasure to have you returning as our guest. I want to congratulate you. Last year, you were an analyst at Forrester. This year, you are a senior analyst. And looking forward to catching up with you hopefully soon when you are, what do we say, director, principal, one of those? We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> CEO of Forrester, Colin Colbert. I'm kidding. I'm not going to get you in trouble. But Colin, it's been a, been a pleasure having you. And thanks for being our guest. Thanks, Ben. All right. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Colin Colburn, Senior Analyst at Forrester. If you'd like to get in touch with Colin, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Colin Colburn, C-O-L-L-I-N-C-O-L-B-U-R-N. Or you could visit his company's website, which is Forrester.com, F-O-R-R-E-S-T-E-R.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, just head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. If you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. Data.